lovely humans of the earth. Welcome to the Expanding Purpose podcast, a show all about businesses making the world a better place and the people who build them. This is your place to come to feel inspired, to get energised for your own personal mission and to remember that there are people out there giving everything they've got to move our world forward every single day. I'm your host, Anna Josette Herber. I'm a writer and brand consultant living on my boat in Sheffield. Last year, I made a decision to only work with brands who are contributing to the positive shift our world needs. And it's taken me on a bit of a journey to connect deeply with people putting everything on the line to build something beautiful. This podcast is my opportunity to interview some of these individuals and ask them about things that matter. So I'd just like to say thank you so much for tuning in and supporting this show. I'm so excited to share the episodes I've recorded so far with you. This week, I am talking to a visionary CBD business owner, and coming up, I'm chatting to mental health experts, inspiring coaches, artists, entrepreneurs, and other kinds of generally energizing people on a mission. If you'd like to get in contact with me, you can send me an email to expandingpurpose at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. And with that, I am signing off as I am so excited to get into this episode with Jonathan Higgs of CBD Bristol. Hey Jonathan, thank you so much for joining me today and being the first guest on my podcast. So Jonathan Higgs is the owner of CBD Bristol, a really great company based in you'll never guess Bristol in the southwest of England and you sell really beautiful natural plant-based CBD products that uh-huh. I enjoy using so much for a variety of reasons and also because I just feel how much love and attention and honesty is in the way you've set up this business Thank you so much Thanks. for coming along. Well, thank you for inviting me. So I'm really curious about your journey with CBD Bristol because I read on your mm. website a lovely line that it started with a balm recipe and 500 quid. Yeah, so that's that, it. What, what's the story? <laughs> uh, well, what happened was uh, it was summer 2017 and, you know, the previous winter I'd ended a relationship I'd been in for a few years so that natural joy of socializing in summer and everything else and it was my friend's 30th birthday party where he had uh he told the whole campsite in the middle of the Brecon Beacons for a weekend and there was musicians and DJs and lots of amazing lovely people and one of them was an Irish herbalist who worked for a CBD company and Anyway, she gave me the lowdown on CBD. I think I tried like 20 different products that weekend. She was, And it was just really interesting. And somebody who's kind of enjoyed marijuana their whole lives, it's been a... I hadn't heard of it. I'm not going to lie. I was like, I don't know what this is. I've never heard of it. And anyway, she want, when she found out I was a massage therapist, she decided, she said, one thing I really want you to try out is this CBD balm that I've made. It's my creation. So it was a little tiny round thing and 
put it in my bag and got home. And, and one of the things with doing a lot of massage is that your hands and your arms can get very tight, like seriously. And like, say I do like three to four hours of it a day, like my, like you can move, but it's not as, you don't feel like it definitely needs some care in mm. a way. I put this balm on and it stopped. Like the, the aches and the pains just completely went away. I then added bits of it to my coconut oil when I was doing the massaging and I'd explain to people and, you know, I'd mostly describe it as hemp-based, really. That kind of got people more like, oh, yeah, okay, you know. And within about two or three months, people were saying, can, you, can I take it home? I think it would be good for my husband or my partner or my whoever, you know, because I just feel great after I leave. So I got in touch with the friend and she very kindly gave me the recipe. And next thing you know, it's I go into a shop and they say, oh, you're that guy. Can we buy it off you? And it just snowballed and quite quickly. So, you know, it was some simple designs. And then once it was out, other things came back. So I remember the first three batches or so, I gave a bunch out to friends and one friend came back and said her period cramps kicked in at work and she was like a barista so you know you've got to speak to people and have that conversation but you're just inside it's just inflammation and pain and anxiety going up and down and, and she said she put it on and it stopped and I was like fucking hell I mean I've had enough female mates in my life to know that's a thing you know mm, absolutely <laughs> so that that led to the shakti moon time that got created within like kind of two three weeks of the business starting with a friend of mine cassandra um who cassandra yeah i follow yeah. her on instagram so, artemis rose aromas yeah she's great that's it yeah she is great and you know we were kind of we both you know we were sort of starting but we weren't like a business then you know what i mean it was just much more of an idea and then that led and it just kept building and building over that year you know from the insect bite one to the skin one to the lube it all just grew and grew and it came out of people using it you know people writing to us going i used it for this and it really worked so just that understanding of essential oils and base oils and what they did it's like well let's just create something directly for skin or directly for period cramps or directly for keeping mosquitoes off you you know so it's just that it's just that build towards people and the products growing naturally together and that's been the most inspiring thing for me I've found I love that philosophy and general way of being while building a business and that's something that I've had to find in my own way of you know run offering services and products that benefit you and the person receiving them and where it just feels like a natural extension of what you're able to offer and it feels really comfortable I think with product design you know big companies are using this mode of practice more where they're you know really focusing on 
the customer and what they're getting out of things and like using feedback yeah. always to offer something that's like customer designed almost or responding to a real need. Um, and these, and yeah. I have to say, the mosquito one it really works because in the summer on the boat you get so mm. many mosquitoes in your bedroom. And yeah. you're basically living outdoors. And the first time it happened, I was absolutely terrified. But I just rubbed some of your balm, <laughs> which is like citronella and. And it's it doesn't smell yeah, horrid yeah. like other repellents I've tried, uh, and they they dispersed. On the, yeah, it was the first night I didn't get munched yeah. in a few weeks. <laughs> it's funny because they land on you, but they just stay there. They like oh, and then they just go again. It's it's kind of yeah, it's it's yeah, it's interesting. But that's I, I believe that is one of the original reasons for essential oils being created was to keep get rid of bugs one thing that really yes, interests me and inspires me about cbd at the moment is that like you say mm. when you first used it you'd never heard of the name of the compound uh, I'd, i had some familiarity yeah. with it because i knew that there was another compound other than thc which gets you high that is the non-psychoactive yeah. element of weed but you know, I couldn't have predicted then how widespread it would be now. I mean, you can buy CBD buds mm. in vape shops to smoke. Like you can buy yeah, oils from yeah. a large number of companies. And it's a completely new sector that has come to be in the last few years. And uh, I'd be really interested yeah. to ask what your what you think the effect is of cbd being widely available well i think that we have to obviously you know the the spread of information now that we have through the internet is a big part of that and you know for me people you know especially at uni and at times like that there's a lot of talk about people getting into weed and cannabis legalization and this is so good and you know, but it does seem to have split, you know, there was a period where these high THC strains came in um, and it seemed to just divide people, you know, some people were like really get into it and they'd smoke too much or you get people that were kind of okay or people who had one or two goes and it was too much for them, you know, and I think with CBD kind of, you know, with the effect, I think with America kind of like different states going legal there and the response coming back because they've really led the way in the, in the cannabis research and, and they've really, you know, delved into those other compounds as much as the, you know, the, the, the full cannabis itself. And I think those states, uh, Colorado and Washington very much show that this isn't dangerous and that people can do things. And actually, we've made millions and millions in tax because of it. And um, and then it, it just makes it better. Because when you go into a pub, if you want to have a, a cider that's 8% and you want to have one that's 3%, you know what you're taking. And I think that shows that, you know, as adults, we can decide and it's regulated and it's, and it's sensible. And so... I think with CBD, it was kind of part of that snowball of the information. And and I think when people suddenly have a medicine, if you are used to taking sleeping pills and then you wake up and you have something else and you're not groggy, you're going to tell other people. If you're 
somebody mm. that's super anxious and you find it really hard, you know, you've got to take um, something to go to work, to communicate with people, or you might struggle to speak to people even close to you or build up the confidence to do that. So to have something that you can take that has not got side effects, that works, that lasts for a long time, that's, that, you know, your body feels good afterwards, that's going to change a lot. And I remember reading around 2016 that it's believed that with proper legalization, they, they believe that cannabis-based medicines could replace two-thirds of current pharmaceuticals available in the world. I did not yeah. know until this morning when I was doing some research for this interview that the UK yeah. is the largest exporter of cannabis in the world. Yeah, I know. Wow. I know. Talk about hypocrisy, because uh, it's a Class B drug in this country. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's a gaping it's, uh, problem. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a hypocrisy, and it's something that needs to be fixed. But, I've, you know, I've been reading also that legalisation is looking quite likely at the moment, right, uh, post-COVID yes. as a potential economic yeah. recovery option. Yes, yeah, yeah. And also, when you're part of the EU, you can't legalise a drug. So any, so like Portugal and Amsterdam and Holland, all the drugs that are available there are just decriminalised. Okay. If you're part of the EU, you cannot legalise a drug. It has to be EU-wide. Right. So the fact that we've come out of Europe, has, there's a lot of people saying it's a big opportunity for Britain to lead the way with CBD and everything else well that would be a silver lining wouldn't it <laughs> it would be it would be but then i do worry that there are people who've already lined up the businesses and the contracts um there's a thing at the moment with the novel foods licensing that the fsa are putting through so basically it's it's licensing cbd sellers so this thing is uh, it's due date is the end of March this year. And it, so if you're a CBD company and you want to set up after that date, you won't be able to unless you have this license. So I don't know whether that involves money or whether that's going to technically, you know, it's hard to tell, but that that's coming through. Um, luckily, it doesn't touch skin products. So... If it means stop selling the oils for a bit to get the license, we've still got a pretty solid shop that's not just that. It's really important to have that kind of resilience built into your business, isn't it? As last year demonstrated to mm. so many people who are self-employed. I think, you know, when you've got yes. a range of things that you can offer that, if, you know, when unpredictable events happen, often one of your products will back you up while you figure out how mm. to get around the obstacles you have. Yeah, I mean, I love your oils because I, I really like that they come in olive oil because it makes them really tasty. Whereas other, oh, nice. I have to be honest and say that other CBDs I've tried, they all come in alcohol and been quite bitter. And I'll have to okay. go and drink something afterwards because the taste mm. is quite acrid whereas yeah, I could put yeah, yours yeah. on a salad <laughs> nice great oh nice yeah no it's um I think that's a big 
part of the CBD journey, and it's a good way of explaining. So the majority of CBD you get in this country is from Europe, the EU. There's uh, Slovakia is a big place. Lithuania is a big place for growing hemp. So it obviously comes through this very earthy taste, which is the CO2 extraction, whereas we start using a broad-spectrum distillate. So distillate is where you have these massive vats that they can throw loads of hemp in and they heat it up at a very gradual temperature, which then is able to draw out more of the cannabinoids. So rather than getting 14% CBD, you're getting 95 or 98%, but with other cannabinoids in there as well. So, And it's also, it's not odorless, but it's, it's as close to odorless and tasteless as you can get. Mm. Oh, okay. So just, the way that it's being extracted means that it doesn't have any taste from the process. Yeah. Yet. Right. That makes sense. So I promised you that I would give you a live review of your new oh, yeah. file, <laughs> um, which is the <laughs> CBG. Oh, you're called, it's a CBD right. and CBG mixture. That's it. Right. Yeah. Yes. Um, so CBG is another cannabinoid that you can extract during this broad spectrum process yes that's right yeah and uh, i read on your website that you that you describe it as the mother cannabinoid yeah that's right yeah right um yeah so it's when cannabis is growing it's the cannabinoid that all the other ones grow out of so yeah it, it, it's but that would be under the form cbga when it's growing so yeah i feel because it has that role within the growth of the plant it has a lot more crossovers with thc and cbd but without the high so uh, when you think about why someone would take cannabis oil or high THC, it's usually around chemo, cancer, uh, bowel, you know, bowel issues, um, food stimulant, the chemotherapy, and CBG does all of that. Uh, autoimmune. Um, so it's branching the whole plant, but in this non-psychoactive form, which I think is is a nice option you know what I mean like if you're 75 and you've never had cannabis before and you've suddenly got to have a really high strength oil that's quite a side effect for a medicine at that age you know if you're not used to it so I yeah absolutely I think it has its potentials I have to share that uh yeah my I, I got my mom on THC oil and CBD when she started chemotherapy but and I yeah. know because I asked a scientist of biology in my life what should, what would you do if it was you and he said yeah. oh, try cannabinoids straight away you know in in complement yeah. in complement to chemo and you know the recommendations of the oncologists and all that so but the thc yeah. it just gets her so high <laughs> and she liked it at first but then it you know it became a bit uh, uncomfortable for her because she didn't want to be getting really stoned all the time um, so CBD, yeah. CBD is there for her um, to support her body and, you know, apparently support your body to fight cancer cells, according to the research. So it is yeah, yeah. such an op op opportunity. The reason that I take CBD is for anxiety and feeling grounded, because 
Even though, okay. I mean, I'm a pretty positive person, but the way my energy fluctuates in me means that sometimes mm. I get really, I can't ground, you know, I can't just do things in like a measured, organized, calm way. I'm like flitting around okay. from thing to thing. My thoughts can be quite scatty and it impedes me from focusing on one thing or just enjoying mm. a, re- a state of relaxation so and yeah. I meditate and do yoga and I find that using CBD in combination with those things creates an overall sense of complete wellness and relaxation that I mm. really yeah, value yeah. and so last week I was I slept over in my office because I was put like really trying to focus on getting my new website ready for launch and you know so you you might not associate doing an all-nighter with a state of relaxation but I Mm. I took the time before I slept on the couch to do some yoga and try the CBG and I really found it very potent and noticeable compared to other experiences with CBD I've had in that I, I you know because with CBD like one of the advantages of it is that it's so subtle right because it's not psychoactive so yeah. you're not suddenly pushed into a state of artificial relaxation you're gently yeah. encouraged to seep into one and I yeah, yeah, but, totally. but at the same time you also sometimes you really just want to get ground you want to be relaxed you want to get grounded quite quickly and you know feel the difference yeah yeah and I found that mm-hmm. you know I took the recommended dose that you so kindly suggested to me and did yeah. a bit of yoga and then like lit some candles and I sank so deep into this meditative state uh, like a lot deeper than I've been able to go with meditation in a while because I've been like quite up in the air okay but I re- it was like a yeah, singular yeah. a singular moment and I just felt so balmy and relaxed and then like <laughs> fell asleep with the candles on like and uh yeah it was a really really lovely and so thank you so much for sending me this new oil to try and I'm going to continue mm. researching oh. Yeah, I mean, because I, you know, I take it, I take CBD or this now CBG to experience relaxation. That's my primary benefit because that's the thing that I need support in in my life. But there's all all these other health benefits as well, right? You know, that are happening on a molecular level that I'm also getting when I use this substance. Yes, yes. So I think taking it, Um, you know, more throughout my life is something I'm keen to do. mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing your experience. I think that's, uh, you know, really good to hear. I mean, yoga does have cannabis and yoga are quite entwined anyway. You know, I mean, you wouldn't possibly believe it in the modern wellness world of yoga now. But, you know, if you go to India, the, the men that donate their whole lives to uh, particularly Shiva, who was the believed to be the creator of yoga, um, and who incarnates himself at different times and comes to humanity to slap us out of whatever funk we're going through. Um, um, you know, his whole, you know, people worship him by smoking hash through a chillum, you know, or they'll do it 
with yoga and you know as part of reaching higher states so i think the two are very much combined naturally or have a history and so i think it's fascinating hearing what you're saying with the cbg because maybe it is touching those aspects of the receptors that you need and one thing i did read is that it does that cbd doesn't is that it regulates your production of cannabinoids within your body so if somebody's smoking a lot of weed the thc is stored in their fat so their it's all, their body says i don't need to produce this because that's what your endocannabinoid system does for somebody that gets very used to cbd their body's going to get used to it and their care tolerance is going to go up. So that 500 milligram bowl is not going to cut it anymore. They're going to have to have a stronger one. So a lot of cannabis doctors, in, particularly in California, say a rotation of the cannabinoids is the best way for your body to get too used to one and to experience another and, and have those things. So... Um, and also that CBG makes the effects of CBD last longer. Wow. I see what so you mean when you that's describe why the it as the mother. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, the future of, you know, imagine you're going to, it gets to a point where we kind of get past this thing of like minimum doses in stuff and we're able to have three parts CBD, one part CBG and 0.5 part THC, you know, like those combinations of things could be fixing so much. And I think the more we get into in it and we can balance these cannabinoids and work out what's best and whether that comes in the plant form or the oil form or anything else, then it's we're potentially looking at a world of just development through these through these plants and through these medicines and and what it can do, you know. So it's very exciting to hear your experience it's, and you know, get that it's, feedback. It's so subtle, you know. It, it's like subtle magic, but that is what meditation mm. and you know accessing the part of you that is calm and yes and complete and not anxious. That it is yes. subtle work, isn't it? You know, so working with these subtle forms of substances is so beneficial and you know when I was younger I was always chasing a big artificial intervention and <laughs> a chaotic effect in my life and ultimately yeah. it didn't teach me how to get grounded and how to you know consciously alter my mood so that I'm in the state that I want to be at to like access relaxation creativity yeah. productivity whatever it is I think yeah CBD is definitely something that's helped me a lot I'm really interested to keep using this CBG and learn more about it and um oh, I, I think good, and good. Uh, you know while you were speaking I was just reflecting on the wider plant medicine conversation in general because we are yes. just beginning to learn how to be responsible in the west i think with the plant medicines that we have access to as we yeah. are having access to them and i think that you know the language of respect for yourself and the substance around cbd that i see in a lot of companies yeah. is really beautiful and needed marijuana it's so different when you use it in a measured intentional way as are psychedelics mm -hmm. 
you know it's a it's a completely different situation and the research yeah. that's coming out about plant medicine generally is supporting more sensible usage <laughs> which uh hopefully is going to be yeah, more widespread yeah. as as legalization comes on the table yeah exactly and i think us brits we uh, we definitely like are famous for hitting it hard you know and i so i i feel that there is you know work to do in that area that it's made safe for people and you know that and you know we it, it is i i I feel cannabis has been kind of, it is a part medicine, but it's not maybe, I'd say more, I don't feel, I don't feel it has the same kind of status as ayahuasca or peyote or even sort of the mushroom, you know, mushrooms and how people are using that now. Um, So I think, I think it is in there, and it's and it's showing its depth. I, I feel that cannabis is being able to show its depth rather than this sort of like bad boy that just makes you either like makes some people feel great and other people just feel like they want to crawl in a hole and die. So, you know, I've always felt there's much more to it than that. And 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 as I get as you and I get to discover these cannabinoids and their effects, but also their effects together, you know, like. Um, in the in the early stage of getting the CBG, I did some just CBG oil, you know, like you know, not as not the one to one. And like my dad has Crohn's, and I gave him some, and he said his stomach was just regulated solidly for weeks and weeks and weeks. And usually there'd be dips and falls and things like that. So it was it was fascinating to kind of hear that response and I feel very privileged to be in a place where I have a company that I can start to share this you know like I said at the beginning products built out of people using them so it's about having enough courage to to say right I feel this is going to be big and we're only going to find out how it works when we all experiment and that's why cbd gained the traction it did because people were brave enough and they used it it's a big thing to do that so um cbd you know if something works people talk and if people if people talk then people start using it and that's why the cbd boom happened and yeah there, there were some cowboys at the beginning you know what i mean like the i think even recently there was a research that said they bought a series of random CBD products and 90% of them didn't have the amount of CBD labelled on them. And and a bunch of them that were being sold for £60 up didn't even have any CBD in at all. So there's definitely like a lot of shoddy products out there and there was a bit of, it was a bit of a gold rush, you know, those early years of different companies setting up and, trying to do things like that so you know trying to build a reputation that's trustable and put out products that people enjoy and 
you know, are slightly different to what other people are doing, you know, in the case of the oils, like you said, the, adding the olive oil, you know, rather than hemp um, or, you know, our essential oil content in the balms. But, yeah, really, I just feel that I believe that this has a lot of potential and I believe we can all grow with it. So, you know, let's give CBG a chance. Let's find out what happens, you know. I think let's, just, let's keep going with it. And, you know, we are doing this in the name of science for, for humanity, really. And the research is looking pretty promising so far. So we, uh, we must yeah, continue. Definitely. And I think that trusting our own judgment in relation to these things is so important as well because – I know that like, in the past, like smoking weed for me, it doesn't work for me anymore. My lungs completely reject it. And so I just can't do yeah. it anymore. Um, but, you know, ingesting CBD and using it topically has been a really nice addition to like my relationship with my body. And yeah. it's really wonderful to hear about your vision for the business and how you see it operating in people's lives yeah. and you know what I just always get from the way you talk about these products is so much love and pride <laughs> in what you've created and uh, like from the designs yeah. and the way they smell and all of that I just love it so much oh thank you yeah yeah well, I, I believe that you know what I mean and this is where things like Instagram have come in onto their own because you you're creating a public discussion with business you know like no business, if they set up an Instagram or a Facebook, is now free from a bad review. Sometimes you have to hold your hands up and go, okay, well, I made a mistake there. And other times you have to see what people want, you know. If people are pushing for something, how we market things and how businesses work are different now. And I think people do want to be involved. People do want to get behind brands and businesses and things like that and I think to me that's the best kind of love is that the company are creating things for what people want and the and the, and the customers are coming back to the company going yeah no or that could be this or you know what I mean like we're, it's like we're all creating it together so nothing bad I feel can happen from more people shopping small local and independent I think that you know, just directing yeah. the flow of money that you'd normally spend on buying CBD at Holland and Barrett's or buying from, you know, one of these faceless cowboy companies you might find on Google and going with someone yeah. who's taking the time to build trust on their social media channels and tell you the story and, like, you know, bring you along with them. Yeah. I think that, for me, like, since I've started spending my money more in those kind of directions, I feel yeah. a bit calmer and... Um, you know, because I know that you can just trust what you're getting because if it's been built that way, if it's been built with love and sincerity, you can usually tell. Yeah. So give those people your money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's good. That's what we need to be doing. And, you know, it's always good to remember if you can buy something on Amazon, that generally a company exists outside of Amazon. They find it there and then go to their website and buy it. You know what I mean? And Sometimes that very same company, uh, you know, you can go direct on their website. Yeah, you know, th this Christmas was the first time I, I made a promise not to buy any presents from Amazon or ask for any presents from Amazon. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's really nice to encourage family and friends to you know go and visit businesses that I really like.
I think especially with you know COVID wiping out a lot of small and medium-sized businesses you know it's on a side note it's kind of horrendous how much some of these big companies have made during the pandemic you know and you know it's it's going on it's kind of going on a fear and it's going on that thing of the conglomerates have the market and so yeah it is very important and I think this is one reason I love Bristol and want to kind of put my name that name on the business is that I think this place flourishes in that you know we are very lucky to have a lot of people who've moved here with creative open hearts that want to create art and business and music and you know I want it to draw on the power of the city as well you know like yeah, when I think about so, the high streets in Bristol, I think about colourful independent shops. And every time yeah. I go to Bristol, I feel like there's just so much entrepreneurial hustle going around. It's like an energy <laughs> you can feel. And you know, yeah. and, I, and because people are proud to support independent businesses, those businesses can flourish and survive even the toughest of years like 2020. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And... And, and they're the ones bringing colour and life to these places. And so it needs to be supported, you know. We don't want to go down the road of everything just being grey and boring and dull and uniform and, you know. And so, I, yeah, and I feel yeah. like in relation to cannabis as well, because we, we are the largest exporter of cannabis, but that is owned by a select number of individuals who probably stand to profit mm-hmm. the most when legalisation happens. Um, so, you know, there is a clearly a plan for this industry. Yeah. And so the more we can support independent retailers in relation to CBD, I think the better. Definitely. I agree. I agree. And it's... Um yeah, and, and that's, you know, like you said, look at the, you know, look at how people present themselves on their socials, look at the reviews, look at how people have built things up, get into the story of companies, and you'll start to realise that you can do that and you can support that in a way, you know, and it is very sad and it's very hard, you know, sometimes I think like, you know, is there a matter of time before we get wiped out by the big boys? You know, I think it's, I think it's very important as a business owner to almost to go over everything. You know, it's like we've had our shop, our online payment portal shut twice in what well, was shut twice in the space of a year. First PayPal and then Patriot payments without warning. We're talking like all that hard work, but we can only sell it because these particular companies were okay and then they weren't okay and it's something that is in the back of my mind but I, I also have a sense of a higher trust and the reason I'm in this place is because it was offered and gifted to me and I was able to follow that lead and see see how things go and um, aspects of my life draw you know the, the Christmas before I started the company. I made my mum and my sister a hamper of little things, you know, just because I'd got into essential oils that year. And so it was just, you know, it just built, looking back, it built naturally. And I just, so I, I feel that it is important that we support those smaller companies, especially in this, you know, 
And um, yeah, that's going to be a big thing over the coming months. So I suggest your re- your listeners to to really pay attention to CBD where they're getting it and 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 yeah, support those smaller businesses. You know, because they are there's some wonderful products out there. There really is. I totally agree. And do you have any quick advice for someone who might listen to this and be interested in trying CBD for the first time? Yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, just look on, you know, ask friends about their experiences of CBD. Um, think about the reasons why you're taking it. And, yeah, start off low. You know, it's... We, our body naturally produces cannabinoids at a much slower rate than we would if we were ingesting a CBD oil. Um, and, yeah, so I'd start, start off with a 5%, 500 milligram. Our endocannabinoid system is all unique. So what works for some doesn't work for others. So it's always best start off low, start off small, maybe three to five drops of the lowest one, that 500 milligram or 5%, and go in from there. But, you know, an added thing that you probably wouldn't get from another company, which we brought up, is intention. I, I believe that's a firm believer. So if it's anxiety you're taking it for, if it's, um, you know, a good yoga practice or it's a good meditation, take it with that thought of, I'm gonna. I want this to improve my well-being. You know, it's uh, so. I yeah, that would be my added advice. But yeah, go for it. It's there. It's available. Um, there's loads of stuff online about it. There's loads of neutral stuff online about it that you can read. That don't come from specific companies that sell it. Um, enthusiasts, scientists. Uh, I find Reddit. An amazing place for the CBD subreddit is incredible. Mm. Like, you know, yeah, you've got to trail through some things, but I've read per- I read a personal account of a woman who said her anxiety was so bad, but within two years of taking CBD, she said she doesn't even have anxiety anymore, and she's even stopped taking the CBD. It's- that is so wonderful. You know, it is so possible to make massive inroads and progress against anxiety depression you know with help like we all need help right but i think with and support yeah, yeah. the nature of being anxious and depressed is that you feel helpless and powerless but you know using something intentionally for support really can make work wonders mm. and then eventually you le- you can learn how to access that state on your own because you've been guided to it yeah that is fascinating to hear yeah, about yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so interesting, you know, the potentials and uses of this compound and I'm really excited to see what the future holds. Yeah, me too, me too. And, you know, this is why great conversations like this and other ones that people are having are really important. So, you know, it's all about, you know, like I said earlier, we are we are doing this for science, you know. If, if children with epilepsy in 2050 are like, okay, epilepsy isn't such a thing anymore because we've got these cbd medicines we were part of that journey we were the generation where tide turned and things changed and um you know so it's 
it's important that we like feel that we're doing that for ourselves and also the future of this, this planet and its, its inhabitants. So, and that is authenticity right there and thank you so much for your time and sharing all these amazing thoughts and ideas with me and it's been really great to talk in more detail about your business and also cbd and life more generally thank you for having me it's been a real i've had a really nice time thank you so much for tuning in i hope you enjoyed listening to that interview as much as i enjoyed recording it It's really great for me to interview someone who has built a business with so much passion and integrity from day one, and also who is a part of the UK finally having access to a natural medicine that we have been prohibited from using freely for a long time. So I'm waiting for that change to happen. I hope you are too. If not, tell me your thoughts. You can reach me at expandingpurpose at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. And I hope you enjoy the forthcoming episodes I have lined up on this podcast soon. Thank you so much for supporting my journey into the world of podcasting. I am also sending out a link where you can buy me a coffee if you enjoyed this episode to support me buying a better mic to improve the sound quality. But hey, we've all got to start somewhere. And I started this podcast to inspire people to get going even if you need to work things out along the way. Take care of yourselves and speak to you soon.